Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. And good afternoon. This is Adrian Kennedy in for Andrea this Monday afternoon. And every week we put your consumer issues to uh, Sinead Ryan. Sinead, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme as always. How are you? Um, we have Ruth on the line um, to uh, deal with a particular issue regarding broadband. Uh, Ruth, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. Hi, thank you. Explain to us, uh, Ruth, what your issue is. We live in an area that has almost non-existent internet reception. Um, Also, we happen to have no mobile reception when we're at home. So in some ways, it can be very handy being uh, cut off from the rest of the world, but we're actually paying for a service that we don't get. Um, We were delighted recently to see that our area had now been hooked up to the National Broadband Network and we could contact Vodafone, our supplier, and get that sorted, um, which we've been trying to do exhaustively and heartbreakingly um, for nearly two months now. And it's just descended into farce between being told that they don't use the National Broadband Network making appointments for us that never happen, requesting calls that never happen. My husband says he's having nightmares from the uh, same music they play while he's constantly on hold to Vodafone. And it's uh, we're really at our wit's end because no matter who we ring or who we ask to speak to, we ask to speak to managers, we're just told everything's escalated. So I'm not sure how high you can escalate anything, but we have to be... Um, launched into outer space at this stage, but we've still no broadband and practically no Wi-Fi. And ju- just out of that. curiosity, whereabouts do you live? We're in Wicklow, uh, between uh, near Glenealy. Oh, right, um, OK, I know it well. So um, not uh, in the middle of nowhere, but uh, a little bit rural. Yes, it is. Uh, but, uh, but an area like Glenealy would always have had poor uh, mobile phone signal, wouldn't it? It does, although we seem to be in just a little bit of a... a, a a blip in that people up the road, people down the road can get normal mobile signal and just ourselves and a couple of the houses here around us just seem to be in a little black spot. Um, but it's we, we have had really bad broad, uh, broadband Wi-Fi, um, but it's got to the stage now in the last couple of months that we can't send a WhatsApp, we can't watch anything on Netflix, um, and our house alarm, which is a monitored system we had installed and that goes off it could be 10 times a day because it there's a or an alarm that goes off every time the internet signal drops completely so we're up and down switching that off um and you know we tried to we were on the phone to them they were trying to perform tests to see what the signal level is and sure we can't even perform the tests um, it's it's just non-existent. Okay, so you're you're literally cut off from the outside world, basically. <laughs> yes. No, yes. I mean I have a car, I have two feet. But, okay, but yeah, um, yeah from a wipe. But digi- digitally cut off from the outside world. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, as I said, Sinead is is uh, here with us. Sinead, um, Ruth wouldn't be the only person in this sort of situation. Uh, you know, Adrian, I, I think that we kind of have got to the stage because there's been not much talk about the National Broadband rollout for quite a long time after years of it not 
kind of working. And we forget that there are still lots and lots of people in Ireland who simply do not have broadband. And when you see government websites moving entirely online, banking websites online, uh, you know, even as Ruth said there, her alarm, you know, this is a basic essential of living. I mean, I mean for a lot of people, this is as basic as electricity and water to have broadband. So Ruth has been through the absolute mill. Now, <clears throat> Ruth, I got hold of your air code because you kindly supplied it to us. So I have been on the National Broadband website and lo and behold, not only can you get connected, there are no fewer than 31 providers of broadband uh, who claim that they will be able to get it. And Vodafone are indeed one of them. And so I know just to explain to our listeners, this is, works very much like electricity, where the National Broadband Plan will roll out broadband to your house and then it's up to Vodafone or DigiWeb or any one of those companies you. to exactly. connect you. Yes. So, yeah. so they do the kind of the hard yards in terms of, of the physical instru- infrastructure. And then suppliers come online, they say, oh, we want to do this, that. So the, the website is very snazzy. It's broken down by electoral district. You stick in your air code and it says great news and gives you a whole list of suppliers to call uh, or, or not. So the first thing is Vodafone do operate under the National Broadband Plan so I don't know where where that came from Uh, and uh, you've had such bad service from them over the last couple of weeks more than that a month nearly and uh, they've called out not called out made appointments cancelled them it really is awful now I've been on to them and uh, they are apologetic uh, for the lack of service that you've got. They're disappointed to hear about your experience and apologise for the inconvenience. Now, they have said that they fully intend to investigate the issue with your uh, air code now and try and resolve it as soon as possible. To my mind, that is not the same as saying you can get broadband and we will install it for you because... As you pointed out, you may be in one of those hollows that it simply isn't available. I don't think that's good enough. And if that's the case, then the, well, the national whole idea of the national broadband plan was to, yeah, was to get broadband everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So what they should do, perhaps, is say it's nearly available because they have a gradiated structure of definitely not available right up to well done, go ahead. And you're in the well done, go ahead category. So it is a little ambiguous and maybe based on that, if there's a number of houses in your area that can't get it, you should be moved into a different category. And that means that they are ne- they then have to send out technicians to go and roll it. Out. As a matter of interest, Ruth, did you notice over recent months or weeks uh, any physical uh, infrastructure work going on around where you live? Yes, the, well, you can see they have been around. Uh, the, you can see the wires on the telegraph poles straight across from our house. The man across the road from us has managed to get it. Um, they did one of the many, uh, the many rearranged, cancelled, etc. appointments. Someone did turn up last week to hook us up, and a gentleman arrived on his own. And he said, "Oh, you'd need two men for this job, and you'd need a lift and the poles across the road." No, I can't do that. Um, we'll have to come back another day. And that was the last. That was the end of that. Of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay there for one second, both of you. I want to bring in uh, Jess Kelly, who's News Talk's uh, tech correspondent. Um, Is there anything we can do for for Ruth here? It's a mess. I think we can collectively eye roll and exhale Mm. and maybe swear under our breath because it is incredibly frustrating. Um, As Sinead said, if you go to mbi.ie and put in your air code, you'll see straight away the timeline and all the rest. The other place that I'd recommend you go to is comreg.ie, which is a fantastic resource. And like NBI, um, it has that map and it'll showcase the different service available to you from different operators. So, for example, I've gone in uh, with your air code and you can see, for example, that you could, if you wanted in the interim, 
uh, use 4G. Now, I, I'm interested to hear that you don't have mobile coverage because according to the Comreg map, you should be in an area that has fair to good 4G. Uh, you're in a 5G black spot, but it is massively frustrating. I've heard horror stories like this. I've been doing this gig, what, 10 years now? And this is... Obviously, it's gotten better because the National Broadband Plan is in place and progress is happening and it's slow. But I know of people who can't get internet in their house when the trees are in bloom. I am that person. And we literally are those people because where the mobile signal comes from to, yeah. to our house gets blocked in the middle of summer. So our broadband is really bad in the middle of summer. Yeah, and there's such a reliance on overhead lines when yeah. a lot of them are supposed to be put underground. It's supposed to be. And then there's nesting season and they can't cut back the hedges. It just seems so archaic that we cannot overcome with technology uh, straightforward solutions mm. that, that allow the vast majority of premises and houses to be upgraded. Uh, with regular Wi-Fi. I mean, this is a basic standard, isn't it? It is. Look, I've read the different iterations of the National Broadband Plan over the last number of years. When Alex White was the Minister of Communications, his intro to the NBP was, it's as vital a utility as electricity. Mm. And And it is. It's not an exaggeration, yeah. And that's only gone through the roof over the last number of years. But the reality is, it's a massive undertaking. I've been out with NBI and seen the different steps because they have to plan, they have to survey, then they have to dig up the road, they lay the cable. So there's a massive amount of infrastructure. What I would struggle with is understanding why Vodafone are struggling so much with the final step of that, of that connectivity bit. Yeah, and and from what I can see, and and Ruth has been very clear in laying out all her steps and her timeline, it's an extremely specific complaint. Uh, And this sounds to me uh, that it is down to lack of training of personnel. The, The people that are trained in there aren't trained well enough. They're not empowered to make decisions or to to take action when they get there. Uh, And it's just really bad customer service. So even if she can't get broadband, even if that's the ultimate answer here Mm. for the time being. Just say it. Nothing, (laughs) nothing excuses the the hassle and the stress that this family has been put through uh, by Vodafone. Just being incompetent, really. Okay, is it the job of the utility companies like Vodafone to bring the uh, broadband from the cable outside their property into the property? Is that their job? Yeah, it's the last mile connection, yes. And then you are the customer then of Vodafone or whoever the company is. Okay, so can Ruth go to one of the other providers? Yeah, but again, she should like if Vodafone is being listed as a service provider who could do this, and if she's willing to pay them a monthly fee for the privilege, then it's unacceptable for for what's happening here. I do understand, and I've heard many iterations of you know the engineer coming out to do that last mile connection, and then not having the tree cutters or not having the ladder or needing the cherry picker to do the bits and pieces. But that's all on the planning end and that's the internal communications when if I call up just as Ruth has done and I tell her my story and I say, well, look, we've got, you know, a cherry tree in the garden and you may need to cut it back or whatever. If you pass all that information on and it gets lost in translation in the company, that's only going to add to your frustration. Um, So although, you know, there are other providers in town and you could absolutely go with them. I just think Vodafone should step up to the plate Mm. here and get this done. And they have committed to at least uh, doing that. Now, hopefully the answer of that, Ruth, will be that uh, we're very sorry and now we know what we have to do and we're going to do it and they'll give you a specific date for that. Uh, In the absence of that, I wouldn't be taking this any further uh, unless, as as Jess says, you want to go to the regulator, which is Comreg. But there are allegedly... 
30 other providers, including Sky, who uh, claim that they will also be able to hook it up in the area. So I'd, I'd give uh, Vodafone one more chance. Uh, and after that, uh, I think that you probably do need to take it further. Ruth, I, I wish you well. It's very frustrating to know that the broadband is just there and you want to get it into there. Uh, sure be, be consoled that there are some of us who are on the National Broadband Plan and I live in North Dublin and we're not going to get broadband until September 2024. So oh, okay. you, you well, may I'll have it before I do, Ruth. So. Yeah, I can look at it. I can't use it, but at least yeah, I can exactly. look at it across the road. All right. Fingers crossed that gets sorted for you uh, in the near future. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us, Ruth. Thanks for the help. Uh, Sinead and Jess as well. Thank you very much indeed, both of you, for uh, joining us on this afternoon's Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.